Hello, my name is Sophia, and I'm here to talk to you about how divorce affects poverty. Divorce is not only an emotionally draining experience, but it is also very financially draining. For one thing, divorce requires time and energy fighting in a court over custody of children, financial support, divvying up possessions, ultimately resulting in expensive legal bills. These bills usually cost from as little as $8,500 to well over $100,000, and the average being within $15,000 to $30,000. Next, divorced spouses, especially parents, have much lower incomes and higher poverty rates. In a marriage, the two spouses make money for the interests of providing for their families and supporting each other, and of course two incomes are better than one. If a married couple was to each work a full-time $10 an hour job, they would bring in a sum of around $40,000 a year. This is enough to support a family well above the poverty line. However, in the case of divorce, not only are spouses left to live on an individual salary, but many women who put their careers on hold to raise a family are left vulnerable and financially weak. According to a study by the Chartered Insurance Institute entitled Risk, Exposure, and Resilience to Risk in Britain Today, women are significantly affected by the financial risks brought on by divorce and separation. The average divorced woman has less than a third of the pension wealth of the average divorced man, while 10% more divorced women are expected to rely on the state pension than men, 41% of whom have an occupational pension. In addition to financial inequality, women are typically more likely to have more responsibility over caring for the children. Here's the story of Jane, a 38-year-old woman living in Everett, Washington. Before becoming a mother, she had a high-paying job in publishing, great credit, ample savings, and a thriving marriage. She and her husband made the decision that when her first daughter was born, she would leave her job to raise the baby. And soon enough, they had a second baby, in which she decided that she wasn't going to return to work to focus on her children. Seven years later, her husband tells her to leave their home and soon files for a divorce that she could not afford. According to Jane, he was tired of her medical issues and he was unwilling to work on things. Jane had severe rheumatoid arthritis and OCD, which were both managed by medication. She stated, He kicked me out of my own house with no job and no home, and then my only recourse was to lawyer up. I'm paying them on credit. Fast forward, and Jane had, has now used her savings for house payments, appliances, and other basic necessities. During her marriage, she had paid off her husband's student loans, and they signed their residence under his, her husband's name, leaving her no ownership. She has now gone from having a successful job in publishing to being left with no source of income. Plus, since she left work to raise a family, she couldn't qualify for disability due to an insufficient amount of work credits. In court, a judge ordered her husband to pay her $1,000 a month, which is not enough to live on considering that she must take care of her children during the day. She says, Don't get me wrong, I want my children all the time, but he uses me like free childcare. I watch the girls all day, every day, but I can't afford groceries and basic utility bills anymore. I'm really scared, she says. Women like Jane are faced with the burden of having to rebuild their lives while their husbands continue to earn the same salary. Although we are living in a time when many women are working outside of the house and making a career for themselves, many women often create homes, raise children, and support their partners and put their careers on hold. As a result, the money that these women could have been making to save for long-term needs have been significantly compromised in comparison to their male counterparts. According to Stephen Jenkins, a professor at the London School of Economics, women see a 20% decrease in their incomes after a marriage, whereas men's incomes increase by more than 30%, and the poverty rate for divorced women is 27%, which is nearly triple the figure for separated men. Now let's bring these facts to life. Here's Emma. 
She was married to a successful banker with a six-figure salary. Now her life is dominated by her divorce, fighting for the custody of their three children, amassing legal fees of roughly $85,000. Despite his high salary, he quit paying his maintenance payments, which are designed to help the financially weaker person after a divorce. Eventually, she was able to afford a house for her and her children, but only has a pension of $18,000, while her husband is $228,000. The average woman accumulates a pension that is five times less than the average man. Although it may not be the case in this situation, we all know that women are not the only ones who experience financial hardships throughout a divorce. According to divorce lawyer Barry Weinberg, uh, while issues regarding their children's while issues regarding child support and alimony do cause hang-ups in court, there have been many cases when people simply cannot afford to pay what the court orders and end up defaulting because they are out of options. Lastly, I would like to discuss the impact of divorces like these on children. When families divorce, single parents are given the responsibility of raising their children on their own, and single parents have lower incomes and higher poverty rates than married couples. Therefore, the child of the, the divorced parents may be more limited in opportunities presented to them. In 2012, the child poverty rate was 21%. If the rate of divorce among families had remained at the same level as it was in 1970, the child poverty rate would have been 5% lower in 2012. Also, social mobility rates between generations are lower among children with divorced parents. In fact, a child raised by a single parent in the bottom fifth of family income is three times more likely to remain in the bottom fifth than a child born to married parents who have an equally low income. Of course, the reason behind this financial mobility issue is not strictly due to family structure, but it has a pretty big impact. Plus, there are plenty of single parents who are able to support a family under these tough circumstances, but research has proven that, on average, the children of single parents will grow up with fewer resources and will not do as well in school and in life. I hope I was able to introduce you to a new aspect of poverty and thank you for listening to the impact of divorce on poverty. The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.